Alright ladies and gentlemen, we are live, episode one of Ambitiously Average. This is the intro where we're just average guys doing ambitious things. Yeah, so. and we're just going to start today, we're just, uh, just going to give a little background um, of ourselves. So, uh, Dennis. I've known you since fourth grade. Yeah, was, that's my question was. Is, uh, I saw your first kiss. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, how did we just, yeah. Are you going to say the name? No, I'm not saying the name. How did we meet? Uh, I think I sacked you, right? No. <laughs> He's lying. He's no, lying. we met. Well, I think I was your lineman. Yep, yep. So, so Dennis was this guy. He was um, from Oregon. Tall, tan. He was taller than everybody on the football team. Tan guy, bleach hair, bleach blonde hair, huh? Everybody's like, I forgot about that actually. Who's this guy? That was kind of cool though. You know, and Dennis was the guy too. I'm going to hype him up here a little bit. Is uh, he was good at every sport, even when he was, you know, a young guy. So everybody's like, man, this guy's, he's legit. So, but I have my one thing I can say is he was my right tackle. So you blocked for me. So I got to say the best guy on the team was my blocker. <laughs> <laughs> I remember those because they were like, oh, we need to try to take his X off his helmet because they put an X on my helmet because I, I don't know. I just I, I think I registered late. Yeah. And so they were trying to get me to run. I knew nothing about well, football. You might have been too heavy though, too, huh? Maybe. I I did the weigh in thing. I remember I did the weigh in. You got they, the X if you're only like, you couldn't have the ball if you're like ninety five pounds <laughs> or over or whatever. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, now, did you ever hurt yourself like in Pee Wee, or when did you actually get injured? No, like, I never got hurt in Pee Wee. Okay. Was it jun- junior high? Was the first one? First time you got hurt. I don't know. It probably was junior high. Well, because I remember you were saying the the uh, four by four, or is it four by one? And then you said we were racing. <laughs> well, didn't you hurt your knee though before, or was that after? Because <coughs> that had to have been seventh grade. Oh no, it was eighth grade because I didn't run seventh grade. Yeah. Because Eli and I were the best uh, mile guys. Yep, that's right. Yeah, so maybe injuries. The first ever injury I ever remember happening was sophomore. Or his freshman year, for sure. I remember specifically that was a neat. I don't remember getting injured. Because when you were in junior high, because I ran all the track junior high. Yeah. You know. Was it? Oh, I guess it was high school then, huh? Yeah. Yep. So how many times have you been injured? You know. Uh, like, remember including I finger and shoulder. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everything I was out is significant. You know, at least months, two uh-huh. or three, four months. I mean, at least twenty times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a couple, you know, a couple surgeries. But you had a major knee surgery as well. I did. Now, do you feel like your injuries prohibited you from playing sports, or do you feel like it like opened up a new avenue for you, or what, where's your mindset at? So my mindset now is I wish I had this mindset going in high school. It definitely uh-huh. prohibited me and limited me. It scared me almost because uh-huh. I started playing scared in football. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to get hurt. I just want to stay on the field, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it definitely limited my mindset. Then, versus now, I know, like, if I get injured, I mean, the human body's amazing. Yeah. It's going to heal, you know? I've been injured so many times, and look at me now. Yeah, yeah. I'm still, still rolling, so, um, yeah, I wish I had that mindset now, but yeah. you, you don't know what you have at age yeah. 15, you no, know, you're just technical. whatever, right? So That's the one thing I remember <clears throat> with mine was, like, how, like, I had my dreams and my goals. Like, my goals was to be, like, M- MJ, like every other you know, 14-year-old kid, right? Yep, yep. So I remember when I was in eighth grade, I wrote my goals down. I wanted to make varsity when I was a freshman, and I did that. 
And then my sophomore year, I wanted to win like all tourney in a tournament, and I did that. Yep. And then my sophomore year is when I when I hurt my knee, and then I just gave up. But then I I felt like that's when I really started to explore my relationship with God, and it uh, I was I feel like I was depressed, but as well as like I was like at this new phase where I was like, oh, who is like who am I? Yep. You know, and I feel like that's why we're doing a lot of the races and stuff like that today is just to figure out who we are, how much we can push ourselves, and to figure out how average guys can do ambitious things, right? Yep. Um, Absolutely. But a little bit of context too for our listeners is, you know, obviously we started how we met. So Dennis and I met in Pee Wee Sports and Uh grew up athletes. So we're talking about a little bit now, you know, a high school range where we both, you know, shared that similar journey where we had injuries and, you know, not sort of minor. And, you know, that took us out for a little bit, you Uh know, especially yours during your prime. Dennis was... Again, that type of athlete where he was he was good from the start, you know. So varsity from freshman, you know, <laughs> yeah. he won't he won't tell you that, but um, yeah, just so I, for you it was a little bit devastating at the time. Uh-huh. And I knew how hard you worked just as yeah. your friend, you know, because hell, you're hard to hang out with on the weekends. <laughs> you're like, this dude's always busy, you know. So, um, but yeah, yeah just that athlete background. And that's the funny thing with Brennan too is like. Uh, he, he might be the most competitive person I know on the face of the planet Earth where uh, I had a feeling when I was going to give him my time on the on the FTP threshold today or uh, the other day. He's like, dude, I was trying to be your goal. I was like, I knew he was going to try to do that. But no, it's pretty cool. I mean, uh, I mean if, if Brennan really told you his story, right, he would say that he was probably the, the underdog, right? You're the underdog. But For sure. What's cool with you is like you're not afraid – a failure and you're not afraid of putting yourself out there. Right. And I feel like that's what hurts a lot of people is like, um, like just going out there and just being embarrassed or getting, uh, getting mossed on. Right. Or, or mm-hmm. being the slowest guy to then eventually over time. And this is just how life is. And I think you've learned it just through playing sports and just, and just through everything you've gone through is, is just keep being consistent, keep pushing yourself and being around the top people in the world and eventually you will get there it's not a matter of if but when right yeah so that's that's something that's really admirable about brendan is like you know and he, he kind of goes all in with all of his stuff too right like even if he might not know a lot about it he just goes all in and then eventually you know i think to me that's cooler because then people will be a little bit more hesitant on going in on like all their goals and for sure uh like i mean you're doing this challenge right now where you're trying to do a race every single week Right. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And, you know, you have to be crazy. Right. Maybe. <laughs> you know? Maybe. No, like, you're crazier. You know what I'm saying? No, I haven't like, caught you yet. But you know what I'm saying? You like, got 100 miles on me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't that bad. Yeah. Uh, but, no, it's 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 been pretty cool. I feel like our there's not many people that I have on my phone that I, I talk to, like, on a weekly, if not bi-weekly basis. Uh, and our topics range from, man, from family to, uh, to, to football, to basketball, to sports, to, you know, um, being entrepreneurial, doing the podcast, right? Uh, it's, it's pretty cool to have a, a friend that you've known since fourth grade, which you're, what, 10? 10, and we've known each other for 16, 17 years. Yep. It's pretty crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy just you saying that. Yeah. See, I've never thought about it that way. <laughs> so, I mean, I, barely, I I haven't even been with Katie that long. You know, yeah. Katie's my wife, by the way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, I met her in 2013, so. Yep. What's that math? Nine years? Yeah. 
2022, so nine years. That's wild. So, yeah. yeah. And Dennis is, Dennis calls me crazy, but he's just as crazy. That's why we hang out, you know, <laughs> is because we do. We have very similar goals, and everything we want to do is, I mean, heck, we're, we've already planned other races besides the huge race we're going to do this, <laughs> this year, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. You're right. I've always been that kind of underdog guy, and I've never really been super good at anything right in the beginning. I've mm-hmm. always got around people that were better, and that's. Why I'm always around you because I've always looked up to you. Like seriously, like I'm the oldest sibling in mine in my family, right? My personal family. Yeah. But you're like an older brother to me in a way, right? Oh, so I look up to you, and yeah. and um, yeah, just the work ethic. I mean, it gets addicting, right? It's just like when someone throws something, you know, an idea so far fetched out there, you're just like, okay, that sounds good. Cool, <laughs> how can we pull it off? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, and now, how would you say like just being with? Uh, I feel like you're, and we had a conversation about this earlier, just like our sphere, our sphere of influence. Brennan's, Brennan's really good with like talking to people. Like for uh, my 100 mile race, like I think you might have been more fired up that I was running the race <laughs> than I was myself, which I don't know. To me, it's so cool. Like it's, and I, when we, when we finished the 100 mile, I remember how emotional I got. Like just, uh, just like, man, like this is so awesome that I have my my brother my brother my mom my dad my wife and my best friend there supporting me on a freaking i mean 20 hour race 21 hour race 24 hour race right like like it's just i don't know it's just it, you don't really meet people like that and it's just i remember like it was just me and Brendan in the forest like we're just running i'm just like man this is this is such a unique bond and relationship it's just it's it's awesome but how would you say like being around like average people is it do you find it difficult or or how do you how do you deal with that like people that maybe are, are negative because there's a lot of negative people in the world right for sure so how do you deal with that uh i mean i thrive off of like ideas and positivity you know that's kind of how i roll you know so obviously it's not the same being around people who are naturally negative or are not ambitious right so maybe a couple of years ago it bothered me but as i've grown and matured into this 26 year old male here, I, I, you know, I've realized that I need to kind of, when I'm around other people, I need to meet them at their ambitious level, ambition level, right? And be, you know, don't be so like, you know, on them, like pushing them and like telling them what they need to do. They're going to, they're going to do what they're going to do with their life. You know, you can just, yeah. all you can do is just be the guy that's like positive, that. go for your dreams, go for your ideas. And mm-hmm. just how I was with you, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't always you know, the craziest ambition or, you know, I've always had huge dreams, but the more I get around you, the more I want to do, the more, I, more competitive I get, you mm-hmm. know? So it's just like, you know, if you really want to chase a dream and there's someone around you that's doing crazy stuff that that's going to rub off on you, uh-huh. you know? So just be that guy that's, that's positive and, yeah. you know, having a good time and get crazy dreams. So yeah. yeah, a couple years ago, maybe it bothered me, but yeah, I think now I'm, I'm a lot better with it. Yeah. So now, uh, talking about dreams and stuff because we had this conversation while we had our <clears throat> home workout today. Yeah. Uh, you were you did now did you see the goals that we wrote down when we were in high school or or like the things that we wanted did or did you just remember? Uh, just re- I think I just remembered. Yeah. That would be cool. We need to hunt that down, huh? It's, I've, I've, it's on some notebook. Has some <laughs> ten million notebooks. So here's some context too. So I think it was freshman year of college. So Dennis and his wife moved to LA. Eighteen years old. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I went and played uh, college football for a year yep. in small school in Kansas. So yep. Dennis and I were, you know, basically on the phone 
every day, if not every other day, yeah. right? And yeah. we're always writing down, you know, once life met back together for yeah. us, right? We're always writing down crazy things we wanted to do, you know? Uh-huh. So, I mean, we wrote down everything. I think we wrote down, like, we wanted to see the top 10 deadliest animals in the world. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about the deadliest one. I remember when we were on that trail run, and uh, was it you when we saw that copperhead? Oh, yeah. You jumped right over it. Yeah, we almost stepped on a yeah. copperhead. Yeah. And that thing would have, uh, I don't know if it could have killed us, but. Yeah. I'm sure you would have sucked the blood out of my leg, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that brings me a question for you is, so Dennis, and again, his, Katie, his, his wife Katie uh, moved to L.A. for right after high school, uh-huh. 18 years right young. Right out of high school. Whole yeah. new city, and. Here's some context as well as Diz and I grew up, you know, or, you know, half of his youth because he came from Oregon. We grew up in a small town in Texas. You know, when we showed up, mm-hmm. we were there, what, 3,000 people? Yeah, now it's you know, like 15, 10,000, which is Which is still small in a uh-huh. bigger perspective, but yeah. it's grown from what we've seen, yeah. it, right? Yeah. So we're, man, that, that is, I feel like you guys moved to L.A. in a big city and chasing the, you know, dancing, acting, uh-huh. the whole nine. Yeah. You know, we're... How, how do you think that shaped you well, to who weird. you are today? It's weird because I remember being the kid where, like, I wanted to kind of be the different kid. Like, it was it was so weird. Like, I kind of wanted to be the kid that, like, ate by himself in a, in a weird way. Like, I really wanted to. Yeah. Just so, like, I could experience, like, that, I don't know, like, self-motivated. Like, I didn't, I didn't need other people to, like, motivate me. And I just felt like I had this this drive or like once I set my goals to something like I was just like uh, once my knee injury happened and uh, and uh, I met Katie you know I told her I was like hey I'm moving to LA you know are you going or going, not going you know <laughs> yeah. like straight up and yeah. you know we've been married for shoot probably you know four years is it four years now 2018 was that four years or about to be four years uh 2018 years? yeah that's four 18, that's four this year four this year March so yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just, I just knew because I felt like when I, when I had my knee injury that I, I, I just devoted my life to God. And so, uh, going into my, my story here real quick is I, I didn't know who God was. And so, um, I was at a dance convention and I wanted, I wanted God to like reveal himself to me, uh, just to have that relationship or just so I knew he, he existed. And so I was dancing and then, uh, my aunt was in the hospital and I had this vision while I was dancing like I got down on my knees and I just felt like God telling me like to start praying um, and I had this vision in my mind of my aunt Kim passing away and and uh, and God speaking to her and she just saying yes like she gave her life to God literally five seconds later my mom calls me tells me my aunt Kim passed away wow just like insane and so then I was like God I, I don't know that could be like a coincidence like give me something like legit and so I uh, I should get the cross, but I was at the movie theaters, and um, while we're watching the movie, you know how the movie's just pitch black, right? Right. Well, at the floor of of the uh, of my feet, right by my feet, was like this shining light. Like I had no idea what it was, yeah. but I felt the instinct to grab it, but I had no idea what it was. So I, when I grabbed it, it was a cross. Wow, it, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's mind blowing. So then I felt like I I just I had the confidence to just give my everything to God yeah and based off of that I felt like so much at peace with everything that I've ever done because I've I've asked and then he's given it to me and then out of that like crazy crazy things have happened throughout life 
right? Yeah. Like being a professional dancer to Katie being on the Clippers, um, you know, and now I get a, I have the ability to coach with my dad, which is, um, which is awesome. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. Yeah.